I saw your message and you said you lost 51 kilograms mm-hmm. from yeah. boxing. Yeah, yeah, so just boxing and gym work, yeah. So I started off coming out of lockdown, I just literally split up with a relationship and I was like 170.7 kilograms, so I was a big boy. Wow. How tall are you? Six foot four, so I didn't necessarily look 170 kilograms, but I was. Did you have to battle quite a lot of demons going into it where you, you're probably questioning, am I good enough? You know, you're seeing yeah, people yeah. With, with six pack. You you are comparing yourself to yeah, others. Of course. How, um, how was that? Like trying to do press ups on my knees and stuff. I did feel embarrassed, but no. after about a few weeks, I realized no one cares. Like you're just in there trying to bet yourself. Anyone that cares about a fat person in the gym and trying to get in shape is a loser. So tell me about yourself. Where did you grow up? Uh, all in Brighton. So just Brighton all my life. Uh, like, if we were in the city centre right now... Yeah, are about you like... 10 minutes out from there. Oh, a okay. little bit called Bevendine. So did you go to uni? No, no, I started uni. Uh, mm. Events management. Um, it just wasn't for me. The whole uni lifestyle for I'll go earn money instead. Looking back, maybe regret it, maybe don't. I, w- I wish I did a business degree because that was more what I did at college and stuff. But, um, yeah, looking back, I probably would have stuck with that. But it's what it is. Earn money instead. Yeah, I had so many friends that, to be honest, dropped out of uni for so many reasons. Like, mm. the stress, the pressure. That's it, yeah. And especially even with the cost of living now. How old are you? 25. Oh, okay, yeah. So we're quite lucky. But with, like, COVID and that happened and the yeah, cost yeah, of living. Exactly. Being a student is nasty. Yeah, it's crazy. You have to work and do the degree as well. It's mm. a bit crazy. But the, the thing was, I'm from Brighton, and I went to Brighton University, but it was in Eastbourne, which is like an hour drive. So I was driving to and from every day, and when you have gaps and all that, I was just like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, it's long. Did, did you have a good student loan, though, if you lived at home? I'm guessing you did Yeah, yeah, it was all right. I lived at home, so it was all right, but mm-hmm. and I haven't paid it back, so it wasn't that good. <laughs> Are you paying it back now? Paid some of it back, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. they were chasing me when I was in uh, Australia again. They were yeah. like, asking me for my... my pay uh, salary pay and everything yeah and um i didn't respond to them for a few months and they'd put like a two grand charge oh, through right. my sister's door so oh, what my like, student loan like did you have to pay for it? two grand i got out of it, oh, got out of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully they're not listening yeah it was lockdown covid the midst of everything yeah, yeah. my sister's like you got a letter here and i was like oh, it's obviously not good is it if you yeah. got a letter yeah and uh yeah, it was like, you owe two thousand one hundred pounds Nah, not good it's crazy so when you left uni what was the plan just work and just sort of make money and go from there um, worked quite a lot of not dead end jobs but jobs that just didn't go anywhere like I dropped in and out with quite a few jobs like did, what uh, what did I do I worked at Argos for a bit nice I worked with all my friends that was funny um, I worked at Domestic in general which on the phones I didn't really like that and I worked at wholesalers. What are you doing on the phones? Is it like customer service? Yeah, like it's working for like the Sky bit. So like, so not Babe Station? No, no, not quite. That's now. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So just like sending stuff on the phone and then worked at wholesalers for a bit. Then I worked at a car rental. That was like my main job as a manager there and stuff. That was, that was all right. But then they shut uh, for COVID and then they just never opened back. I worked as team leader for Asda for a bit. It was all right. Um, but it was early mornings and stuff, and it was just making someone else money. I've never really liked doing that. The idea of like stressing yourself out and pushing yourself to the limit to make someone else money that would just replace you if you dropped dead the next day. Then I worked at like a plastic and wood cutting place, but like doing customer service there. And then my last job before I went like self employed was working at a car dealership. It was a nice local one in Brighton. It was quite nice. It was all right. Um, 
but it just wasn't for me in the end work with other people yeah I feel that I, I feel in the same boat there's yeah, some yeah. jobs I've enjoyed so much because the boss is good yeah yeah when you've got a great boss that's it it makes you want to work hard because yeah, like, yeah. you want to do them like you want to do them good yeah but nine times out nowadays you don't get it Man, it's hard. They're under so much stress as well. So even if they want to be friendly with you, they can't always because they're getting in the ear from above and mm. they, you've got to be made to look like you're not friends and all that. So, But yeah, the, uh, most of the jobs I've worked at are quite like, easy to get on with. So even if it's like 50-year-old blokes, like, I'm having a laugh with them, shouting with them and stuff. So it's funny, but yeah. Yeah, it's it. so weird. Our generation compared to our parents, our mm. parents would have one job that's and it. that's it for the rest of your life. That's it, yeah. It's with crazy, us, we've all dabbled with, we've all done a bit of everything, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I just think this new generation, everyone's trying to be happy and do something and yeah. they don't really know. So obviously having you on today, yes, you reached out to me only like a week or two ago. Yeah, it was actually last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I was down Brighton Hope Boxing Gym and this guy called Marcus is a professional footboxer. He's like, oh, they're down in Portsmouth. They're really good. They do good stuff. Give them a message and see if they want to, if they want you to come on. And I literally messaged him when I finished my session and it's like, yeah, come down. It yeah. was pretty lucky because the message requests, I don't always look in. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so many scammers and all sorts, yeah, yeah. you know, and people trying to sell you, like, you know, their daughters and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and boxing gear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw your message, and so you said you lost 51 kilograms mm -hmm. through yeah, boxing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so just boxing and gym work, yeah. So I started off coming out of lockdown. I just literally split up with a relationship. Um and I was like 170.7 kilograms, so I was a big boy. Wow. Yeah. Um, How tall are you? Six foot four. So I didn't necessarily look 170 kilograms, but I was. Um, and I sort of remember having COVID. I was going to start the gym and I had COVID. And then I sort of, as I was getting over COVID, I was like, right, I'm getting straight in the gym as I come out of here. Um, I still was like doing boxing in my back garden while I was still isolating and stuff. Um, like it's on one of my videos, like me just in the back garden, big old belly and just like this swollen face it was just crazy um yeah then got straight back in the gym <clears throat> so i've got a really good boxing coach he's called shane kent down in brighton uh dad, dad owns kicks um martial arts center like they're just crazy level of good like third fourth down black belts all of this thing uh, uh, do they do all martial arts in there? yeah yeah so yeah. karate kick but he's more kickboxing but now he's branching off into boxing more because he's got some really good boxers he's an amazing coach um i sort of was doing a few sessions with him and going to the gym and then he recommended a great strength and conditioning coach called Rob Nittman. He's a great guy, like really knowledgeable, helpful to me now. As I'm a personal trainer now, he's really helpful because I like doing the strength and conditioning side of things uh, for boxers. He's such a great guy. So I was, did his program, was online coaching. Just did that three times a week, was with Shane once or twice a week. And then my own boxing in and around that. How did you and find then, online coaching? Yeah, really good, really useful. Um, How does it go if you are an online coach? Yeah, what, yeah. What does so, he do? So I do online coaching now as well. Um, so you just basically, you'd set people up with programs. Um, so obviously the gym workout or their diet plan. So with him, I did purely a gym, like strength conditioning workout. So just gym work that I'd carry out. Um, it's not for everyone online coaching because you have to be quite self-motivated. Like I'm one of them that I'll stick to something, but I need to have a good plan in place and want to see results. So obviously if you're not like, getting results but you're motivated you're probably not going to carry on even if you are motivated because you're not getting results whereas the online coaching you'll literally just get a plan so someone messaged me saying that like, I want to I want to do the cheapest option but I want to like a decent plan where I can make progress you just I'd make them a plan for how many days they can go to the gym um for three four days whatever they can do three four five um and then you just basically program the work and they just carry it out basically That's cool and how do you do is every plan different 
yeah, yeah. catering so for their you, needs. There's obviously like with fitness and weight loss, all the base principles are the same. Um, but depending on the person's weight, like if you're a bigger guy, like, I wouldn't get them doing loads of body weight stuff. Or like if you're a lighter guy, you'd be better at body weight stuff, but you wouldn't be as strong. So it's all a mix and match. But the, the principles are similar. Um, but yeah, and th- that's how it goes basically. So you just you tailor it to the person. Um, and then they just carry it out. You change it every few weeks, keep the body adapting. And that's it, really. So going back to you had COVID. You yeah, was yeah, like so 170 kilos. Yeah, 171 kilos. What was your biggest motivator to go from, obviously, a life of, I'm guessing you were mm. eating whatever, not exercising? Yeah, that's it. How yeah. was that, first of all? Yeah, it was, yeah. I, like looking back, I would have said like I was depressed, I had mental health issues, which definitely, at the time, I was very depressed and stuff. But I don't think like, I think that's a big thing these days, like everyone thinks they're depressed and stuff or you've really got something wrong with you. But unless you like set your life up where, you you know, I was doing a job I didn't like, I was in a relationship I didn't enjoy and wasn't good for me. I wasn't, I looked like crap. I was fat, overweight, could walk up a set of stairs. So when you look at all those facts, you're like, how am I not going to be depressed in that situation? Anyone would be. And so then you start doing positive stuff and it's like, well, it's actually easier than I thought. Even though it's hard work, it's just simple uh, and your life just improves in every area. It's just it's crazy how it works. But yeah, it wasn't good at all. Like I did, I did um, before that. Like I'd done boxing, and kickboxing, and off for like seven years. So I was always in and out of like weight. So I like I've had five unlicensed fights on the white collar crap shows and that. Um, and how I remember, did they go? Yeah, I won. I lost the first one. Drew the last one. Won the three in between. Um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd start. I think when I was around that time, I was about 155 kilos when I started doing that. I think I got down to like 140, 130 um, for my first fight. And I bloomed back up again after the fight. And then I went back down, but not as low as that. And then I just it just kept going up and down, up and down in between fights. So I was just doing it for motivation. I didn't really enjoy it too much. Um, and then I just sort of fucked that all off in COVID. Then so I had a relationship where I was doing all that, which wasn't great either. Um, I broke up with that person at the start of lockdown. Lost quite a bit of weight during the first sort of lockdown. Breakups are a pretty good Yeah, motivator. they're pretty good. Uh, and then, so after that, I sort of lost a bit. And then I met a new partner, which was like kind of like a, not a rebound thing, but like it was it was quite quick after I needed to sort myself out. Really you still first. with her now? No, no, no. So that, that split up when I was 170 kilos. So basically, yeah, came out of lockdown, had a, lost a bit of weight, went in relation for a year, put all the weight back on and then some. And then that split. And that's where we are now. Crazy, yeah. and so you've always been fairly big. Did you do sports yeah. at school as well? Was you? Uh, not as, so. As I left school, I started doing kickboxing, but I was always a big guy in school. It was really funny because when I was younger, I was really slim because my mum. I've always lived with just my mum uh, and siblings. Um, I've got a twin brother and two sisters. Um, she always you used got to, a twin brother. Yeah, nice. yeah. Identical or? He used to be, not really now. Like, <laughs> you can tell we're, he's like he's he's tall, big guy as well, like me. But yeah, we look a bit different. Like you can tell we're siblings, but not not twins. But um, she always fed us so well. Like, it was really good. Like not getting us McDonald's and stuff. But she was quite restrictive, which is good. That's how you should be. But as soon as we could all start like going to school, going to the shop, having a bit of pocket money, we just used to splash out on all the what sweets. What would you go to? Because I, I can relate with this. Yeah, it, like fish and chip shop, chicken shop. Yeah, yeah, a bit of chicken shop, pizzas, but literally anything, mate. Didn't discriminate, just ate everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sweet, but, chocolate. Did you everything. have one of those guys in your school that sold everything? Well, you know well? what, that was me. You were the guy? Yeah, we just <laughs> like, eat a lot. I used to sell like packs of cookies and stuff. I'd like sell four and make like one pound on the pack and then eat the last one and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, yeah, me and my best mate, we were the ones that like... Um, 
he was a seller's in school, but like we used to have an agreement. He'd he'd only sell he'd sell bottled drinks. I'd sell cans. He sells like I'd sell pouches. He'd sell crisps. Like it was just so funny. But yeah, we used to eat our profits basically. My mate Rob Long, he did the same thing. He was a few yeah. years younger than me. He had guys working for him. Yeah, yeah. He would do a big shop in Sainsbury's, whatever, like a Sunday, yeah. and he'd get like the big multi packs of cokes, everything. Yeah, yeah. He, he had like a whole <clears throat> business. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So it's, obviously you said you wanted to go through business if you yeah, would, yeah. If you so would have done it again. That's the thing, yeah. I was, I was always very business-minded. Like I used to, when I used to do like entrepreneur days where you'd like start your own business for a day at school and stuff. I was always like really good at that. Like one, I was like head boy in my year. Like I was quite, I'm quite a smart guy. Um, but I sort of never really, obviously I did that in college. Um, that's what I would have, if I'm looking back now, I probably would have got that degree. Um but I still think like, everything happens for a reason, and I wouldn't, you know, be where I am if I had. I probably had that degree. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I probably would have been working an office job or something. So it's very, it's very weird how life works out. So it's easy to say I have regrets, but not, not really too much. Yeah. How would you say your lifestyle was? Obviously, putting the weight on over how many yeah, years? Yeah. Was, was it just a lot of easy shortcuts you were taking? Yeah. Just sort of the easy route. Just yeah, yeah. So I've always worked like office job or sit down jobs. So I think that's a massive thing. Like a lot of people that work office shop jobs are out of shape um so I'd, I'd gym now and again like I ha- i'd have stages where i'm in the gym quite a bit or just not um but the diet never really followed um i think every average person can relate yeah. anyone yeah, exactly. that's like not a sports person in the gym yeah they always get the the, the peaks of motivation and that's then it, you lose yeah. it all like it's winter now yeah. how many people have packed the gym until january that's it. Uh, yeah it's crazy um yeah my lifestyle was pretty bad um i think when you've got a partner as well i think that's what a lot of people struggle with like you know what what do you do do you just go out for food or you lay in bed like eating food watching films or Uber just eats. that's it just takeaways or like you know you go out on a Saturday night you get meal drinks and then you the Sunday you're just laying in bed feeling shit eating takeaways all that sort of thing I mean that's where a lot of people go wrong with their weight loss as well because they're so good in the week um, and then weekend you can rack out like six seven thousand calories over the Saturday and Sunday if not more mm-hmm. and then you've just taken out your whole deficit for the week just in those two days that's where people go wrong a lot yeah. yeah my friend James is personal trainer and yeah. he accounts for weekends to enjoy yourself because yeah, yeah. he, he deals with a lot of regular people yeah and um people in office jobs and stuff but he has them on a let's say you'll have 2,000 calories a day in the week. Yeah, yeah. You'll be training, whatever you're doing. And then at the weekend, you're allowed 3,000 Yeah, yeah, it's each a very day. good way of doing it. And it's like, you can treat yourself, just mm. be aware of That's when to stop. But people don't realise how much stuff is in what they eat or drink. Like, a Jager bomb's 250 calories. I used to do that. Is like, it? Yeah, I used to do like eight of them a night, like easy. Yeah? And that's like a whole day's calories gone just in eight Jager bombs. Jager bombs? Yeah, 250, 250 calories. calories. Yeah, it's Jesus. like hundreds of shot and then the Red Bull. As and well. you're not allowed to. It says on the can, do not mix with alcohol as yeah, well. Yeah. And we're still doing it as a. That's culture. it. Or if you have like a double vodka and full fat coat, you're talking 250, 300. Wow. Same as a pint as well. Are you a big beer drinker? Or did no, you used no, to not be? beer at all. Um, no. Never liked beer really. Guinness? Like, no, not, nothing no. like that. Just always spirits to drink too much. No, not not anymore. But even through the weight loss, I was, I was still, I'll be honest, I was still drinking like every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wouldn't, what I would do is I'd have a little bit less of food in the day. I wouldn't eat a takeaway after night out, maybe a portion of chips now and again, but I wouldn't have a, like a big kebab or anything at the end of the night. The next day I'd make sure I go to the gym and it just, you can just get away with doing that. Um, but it's when you do all those habits, like, you know, the eating crap before, Eating crap at the end of the night, eating crap the next day, not being active over the two days. That's what you. Mm-hmm. What was your, so, what was your uh, standard week? 
when when you were at the wanna, midst wanna. of every, when you were depressed and you yeah. were eating and drinking what, what would your week look like yeah so monday to friday obviously the office office job um do nothing in the evening either see my ex-partner or play fifa i used to just sit there and play fifa I never used to all go out or anything I'd eat just eat absolute crap all day like are you good at fifa yeah, I'm pretty good, I'd like to think. I used to actually have an Instagram page of like FIFA. I used to be really good at trading, like an ultimate team. But I used to like sell sell trading tips for like £10 a year or something. I was, I was actually quite good, to be fair. But um, yeah, I, I do. I still play FIFA a little bit, but I don't really have the time. Um, but yeah, that's so like Monday to Friday, I'd do that. And then Saturday and Sunday, it would just be meeting friends, going out for drinks, food. So nothing active whatsoever. And what would your day of eating be like on, oh, yeah. on a bad day? Most days, I'd probably, I would probably would skip breakfast. I'd like go to work. I'd take lunch and snacks with me, and then it'd be like a food van. This is when I was like peak, peak fatness. Um, I'd, uh, like there'd be a food van that come around, so I could get a bacon roll or something in the morning, and then have my lunch and my snacks, and then get like a donut and a fizzy drink in the afternoon when it comes around again. It used to come around twice a day. Um, come around twice. Yeah, yeah. The temptation. I know it's so bad, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> they did now. The only money maker was me. Then no, uh, and then in the evening, I'd like uh, my mum always still still does cook. I'm, I do most of my own cooking now. But my mum still cooks like healthy, normal meals. Um, but I'd probably have that, and then maybe something else. Like I used to love going to McDonald's. Like that's one thing. When I lost the weight. I was like, that's my one thing I'm going to give up. Is McDonald's? I haven't eaten it since I started all that time ago. Um, I used to go get a cheeseburger and coke and stuff, and it just it all adds up and when you're not doing anything like you'll see a lot of laborers they eat crap they don't put on weight it's because they're doing stuff they're like you know burning 2000 calories because they're lifting heavy stuff all day but when you're in an office job you really got to be conscious of what you're doing mm-hmm. so that was that was bad that was most days to be honest and then on the weekend obviously like takeaways all that i used to spend like 50 pound on a chinese on it every friday for like two people 50 pound like, chinese yeah. What was your Chinese order? Oh, I love a Chinese. I, I, I don't love that at all, but if we get some duck, um, salt and chili chicken, salt and chili chips, sweet and sour, chicken balls, chicken chow mein. You're making me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> making me hungry. Like, oh, Domino's. Yeah, you can rack up like 3,000 calories, if not more. Before we go any further in the podcast, I would just like to thank the proud sponsors of Not Just Boxing. Not Just Boxing is proudly sponsored by Titan Boxing. Titan Boxing is a UK fast-growing boxing business. They do personalised gloves, pads, t-shirts, everything. They've got UK free shipping. Go check them out with the link on screen. Gymfluencers.com are proud sponsors of Not Just Boxing. They are the premier health and fitness website. There you can find supplement discount codes, freebies, giveaways, a macro calculator. There's all sorts on there. So go check them out at gymfluencers.com. Or check out their at on Instagram at gymfluencers.official. So you were literally, you'll just yeah, have just, whatever just you, you fancied. What yeah, just just eating everything. Really. Yeah, because I watch, uh, have you heard the High Performance Podcast? Uh, I'm not, not sure, no. I talk about it quite a bit, to be fair. Well, but yeah. they're brilliant. It's, um, I think the guy's a psychologist and you've got Jake Humphreys on BT Sport. Yeah, I know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And da- Damien as well. Um, but they talk about, there's they have so many successful people come on mm. and what they do. And uh, they had a rugby player on saying that all of the easy, short, fun things in life yeah. uh, are terrible for you. And yeah, all exactly. of the things that you're going to do that are hard at the time yeah. are so much more beneficial. Cutting 100%. the corners here and then not cutting the corners. There's, it's, it's right yeah. and wrong. Yeah, 100% I can relate to that. Like, I'd never... 
and the whole weight loss, it was just like, I, I had a nutritionist as well. He joined sort of like, and after I lost about 15 kilos, but I messaged him and was like, he's recommended by a boxing coach, well. he's an amazing guy called Didi. He's got an app coming out on Amazon, it's called Track Nutrition, he's a great guy. He's got an app on Amazon. Yeah, it's, so the app's being finished off. He's got a deal with Amazon. I don't know now if I'm allowed to say that. I'm sure I am. Um, and he's got like other stuff uh, lined up with it, like with proper fighters and stuff. Like he works with proper athletes. Um, what did he do with you? So I, I just asked him for a meal plan. So I sort of, I was on, I sort of speaking to my boxing coach. He's like, why not invest in yourself and why not like um, put yourself through like an athlete's lifestyle? Because why not? Do you know what I mean? Not everyone's born an athlete. Um, so obviously between the his coach and the boxing coach Shane. Um, Rob Nittman and DD, uh, D, the nutrition. So he just did me a detailed meal plan, v- very strict. But that's how it needs to be. You, you, people don't want to, you know, oh, why, why can't I eat a bit of chocolate? So, what's more important to you, eating a bit of chocolate or changing your life? Do you know what I mean? It's, my life's completely changed from just through discipline and doing the things no one wants to do. But like, why wouldn't you want to do that? It's, you've got to do the hard decisions. You've got to take. You can't take the easy route. You know, people like, oh, I want to lose weight, but I still want to do this, this, this. And I was like, well, you don't really want to lose weight then, do you? If you want it that bad, then you'll do it. Mm-hmm. And you'll stick to the hard decisions. It's not easy, but it's... Did you stick to the meal plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah completely, 100%. Like, very, very rarely. Looking back now, I was like, I don't even know if I... Obviously, I could do it again. But I was so strict. Like, if people close to me know how, like, I didn't cut no corners. I was... You know, people always saying I was the hardest worker in the gym. I spent, like, two hours in there every evening. Like, never, like cheat on my meal plan nothing I, it was a crazy level of discipline I show I don't really know where it came from but it's all started how long my, did you do that for uh, about 11 I think it was 10 months it took me to hit 51 kilos loss um, and since then I've maintained the weight loss it's actually been harder um, maintaining it and sort of changing my body than it has losing the weight because I was so set on this goal of 120 kilograms which I hit I hit just under like 119 in the 10 months um, and it was so I was so driven and focused for that goal. As soon as I've hit that goal, I'm like, right, what do I do now then? I'll just change the body shape a bit. I'll maintain the weight loss and stuff. It's actually been hard. Like, I've gone up and down like between 125 and 120. Like, it's, it's not no big deal. Like, I'm never going to get back to anything. But it's, it's actually been harder maintaining that weight loss because it's very good to have goals. But when you're so set on it and you get there and, you know, in my head, I was like, had this image of what I'd look like when I hit 120k rounds. And I've hit it and I'm like, I don't even look like that. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't take my top of in public, all this sort of thing. So it's like, it's just crazy that it's harder actually to maintain that. Um, so it's good to have goals, but when you're so obsessed on a goal and then you hit it and you're like, now mm-hmm. what do I do? Like, I just feel like a waste of, not a waste of space, but you, you don't really have that, You've got like a void where you was aimed at something, so it's, it's quite different. I need to work out a new goal, really. But so, what would your new goals be? Um, do you reckon? Besides maintaining weight, have yeah. you got any internal goals of to feel good? Obviously, you know how good it feels when yeah, you're disciplined. Yeah. You've got routine. That's you, it. Yeah. When you eat healthy, you you feel better mentally. Yeah, exactly. I still I still eat like eighty percent healthy, so I just have a bit more balance in life now. Um, but as soon as I hit that weight it was now look at doing personal training to help everyone else now and that's that's what I'm so I'm more focused on that building my business with that um so I'm still training myself you know still eating pretty healthy and stuff but it's kind of on the back foot at the moment while I'm doing the personal training but it, it goes hand in hand as well I like that I'm on my own journey still as well as helping other people on their journeys um but yeah I do want to lose a bit more weight I want to try and hit 10 stone loss so 50 kilos is just over eight stone. Um, so I want to try and hit 10 stone just because it's quite cool to say I've lost 10 stone. Um, but yeah, that, that's my next goal, I'd say. 
Incredible. And yeah. uh, so how did you get into personal training? You lost the weight. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sort of toyed with the idea because I went like viral on TikTok a few times. I like, put videos of me boxing my back garden. It got like a million views. Matchroom commented on it. Like a few pros commented on it. Nice. And then I posted a few videos of me before and after and loads of people like it. Like, 40 year old women in Newcastle messaging me like oh my god you're so handsome and all this stuff it's really funny but did you ever uh, go up to Newcastle nah, no <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get that they come far. down here nah, no comment um, but, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> um, I forgot the question now we were just, we were just saying to... about how did you get into personal oh, training right, okay, so, so yeah um, so yeah I just sort of that was like I thought business wise it makes sense because I've got my own story I've got it's very crowding market the market is there but there's a lot of people that like, you've got to stand out because it's impossible for not impossible it's very hard unless you know a lot of people for like your average guy that's just in good shape to just be a personal trainer like you've got to stand out you've got to be a bit of a specialist in something so obviously I thought I had my unique selling point which is you know I've lost the weight myself I'm still not you know I'm, I'm not under Donish yet um I'm not six pads I'm not intimidating um so I thought you know helping people in the gym they're going to be comfortable working out with me because a lot of the time if you've got a big guy that's never, not to like discredit any personal trainers or something, but if you've got like a big muscular guy that's um, a personal trainer, a lot of people would feel like if I went to them at 170 kilograms, I wouldn't really feel like they'd understand what I've been through. And I've had like personal training sessions in the past where you're a bit like, this guy, the guy is like having a go at you or saying, oh, you can do this when you physically can't do something. because they just don't understand like what it's like to be big. So I think that was my unique selling point. And just helping people. And I've always like, like I did a bit of boxing pad work like, with people when I was big and I, I loved doing it. I really enjoyed it. Loved like coaching people and stuff, but obviously it just wasn't, a, not that it was a good look, but like, you know, knowledge is the main thing of personal training, but people were quite fickle. Like they say, oh, big guy over there, he's not a personal trainer or how can he teach people he's big? So once I lost the way, I was like, yeah, I, I do want to actually pursue something in that. Mm. Um, but it was really tough getting into it because obviously I, I signed up with PT Academy, so I got a bundle of deals. Like I'm working towards my level four strength and conditioning and stuff. Um, but it's really did tough. You, did of, you find the courses good? For, yeah, yeah. for practicality. Yeah, when you're actually so dealing was, with people. Because I was, uh, it was a bit of a nightmare. I've always been a workaholic, so I was working like almost 50 hours a week at the car dealership. And um, my mates got an Indian restaurant in Brighton, Spice Bros. I was doing a bit of driving for them. Um, on the side, so I was probably working seventy. Was you hours eating a week. the good curries as well? Yeah, like they can they can make it quite healthy. So they do like you know you just a chicken. When I say don't put the butter and crap mm -hmm. on it. Um, but back in the day, I was still doing that. So yeah, I'd have like curries, naan breads, all that every night. I used to love it. But yeah, um, when I was doing that, I was eating like just a chicken and healthy stuff. Um, so I was working like seventy hours a week, plus between those two jobs, and then studying like on my lunch break. Um, you know, in between deliveries at the restaurant, I was sitting there on my laptop, like trying to research stuff, and then obviously on the weekends. So it was hard, but it was an online only course. So yeah, it, it took about three, four months to get the level two and three done. I had a really good teacher, Mike. Mikey is called. Um, he was like a mentor alongside you. So it's obviously, you know, the intensive um, courses where you go in person are probably better. I probably feel like you learn more. Um, but the online stuff for people that are busy, it's a good way of just like a little side hustle. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I, I did it with them and then qualified and sort of jumped straight into gym work. And uh, what gym did you go into straight away? Um, underground gym. Uh, it's where I lost all my weight. Um, so they've got like three down south, like a really well-known gym. Probably the It's like a chain of gyms. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like a small chain. So like there's three gyms. Um, 
the guy that owns it, Sol Gilbert, he's a really good guy. He's back in the day, he's a really good MMA fighter. He's a yeah, hard man. Um, so he owns three gyms. Um, so I sort of was between the New Haven and Brighton one doing my work. That's where my boxing coach works out of, the New Haven one. Um, did you enjoy <coughs> it at first? Or did yeah. you feel quite a lot of stress and pressure because it was something new? Mm, so it was more like embarrassment when it's going to the gym and... With the Rob Nittman stuff, like he, everything he gave me, I could do, but I felt a bit silly doing some of it, like, you know, step ups onto a low box because I couldn't get to the high box. And I, no one did, no one, F1 at the gym, like, it's one of those gyms, right? You must know gyms around here, like, it, where it's got a reputation, people like, oh, it's full of like juice heads or anything, but like, you go in there, it's really not at all. Um, it's really, really good. F1's really supportive, like, Everyone's really kind to me, saying, oh, you're smashing it. Like, I'd have people come up to me like a few months in saying, oh, you're smashing it, you're smashing it, like, what's your goals, all that. Um, That's yeah. the type of gym that every gym should be like. like yeah, yeah, this, this gym here is amazing, BH Live. Yeah. Um, Pyramids, like, they're, they're so friendly. They let everyone in. There's people from all walks of life. That's it. And if you see someone struggling and they ask a question, then, then you help out. That's it. Um, I love the staff there, the other personal trainers and stuff. They're all, they're all great people in both gyms. Like the Clark, they do classes as well for their members. They're really, really good gyms. It's, if I had a gym, it's how I'd have it. They've got state-of-the-art facilities, state-of-the-art equipment, nice vibes. Uh, not, like, it doesn't cost the earth either. Um, yeah, really good for boxing as well. Um, so, yeah, I've joined with them. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be doing classes. They run, like, white-collar shows, so I want to be sort of helping them alongside that. But I literally... Yeah, a few weeks there, um, and yeah, that's that's it really. So I'm did you have them. to battle quite a lot of demons going into it, where you you're probably questioning, "Am I good enough?" You mm. know, you're seeing yeah, people yeah. with with six packs. It doesn't that's even it. matter if someone has a six pack. No, but that's it. You you are comparing yourself to yeah, others. How um, how was that? Yeah, it was it was quite it's quite a struggle to be honest with you. I, I, looking back at it, I, I did so well because so you go into a gym like that where like. I'd say 90% of people are in shape in there. Um, so it's like one of those gyms. Um, yeah, some of the stuff I was doing, it was quite intimidating or like, I didn't really want to do it in front of people. Um, so like I'd be doing sled pushes and like trying to do press-ups on my knees and stuff. I did feel embarrassed, but no. One, after about a few weeks, I realised no one cares. Like you're just in there trying to bet yourself. Anyone that cares about a fat person in the gym and trying to get in shape is a loser. Do you know what I mean? That Anyone that's got a bad opinion of someone that's trying to better themselves is... It's just a, it's a loser. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it, it was intimidating at first, but once I started getting friendly people in there and personal trainers and stuff, and I started seeing my own progress, so I was like, I don't care. As soon as I started dropping the weight, I think the first six weeks I dropped 10 kilos, so it's quite quick that I lost, like, two stone. I was like, yeah, this is it now. I'm just getting back. I'm bang on it. That's so and good. that was it. I feel like there's so many people out there mm. that are overweight or obese that That's it. They, they wouldn't relate to your typical gym PT so what you have got is your own niche to help someone go from the sofa to whatever goals they've got yeah, that's in it. their own time with no pressure just just to be a better version of themselves every day that's it and you, you've been you've been there it's it's brilliant yeah that's the thing and people don't realize that like, it's just, it's as simple as walking a long way around somewhere or taking the stairs instead of a lift or just cutting this out your diet or cutting that out your diet and it all just goes like that um and as soon as you just start working like that, you make these small steps. You, do, you don't need to be perfect. Like a, lo a lot of big thing, and it's quite, it's quite like present in the fitness industry. Everyone's saying this at the moment, but I agree with it. And I, I've always said it, is that your discipline is so much more important than your motivation because motivation comes and goes. It's an emotion, but discipline is it's something you do every day. You make it your lifestyle, you make it your routine. No matter how you feel, 
you know, you're going to do it. So, like, some people say, oh, I wish I had your motivation. Like, I'm, a, I'm a human. Like, some days I wake up at half five before work and I'm going to the gym. I think, fuck that. I can't be, I can't be arsed. There's nothing. I'd rather just stay in bed. But if you've got the discipline, you're like, doesn't matter how you think. We're going anyway. And then you go and then you have the session. You're like, oh, so glad I didn't skip that. It was such a good session. And it just goes like that and that. And once you, you know, you're disciplined, it's small things as well. Like, through personal training, you learn a lot about the psychology of things, and it's called cognitive control. And it's basically just contro taking control of your mind and your attitude, um, and just doing what you say. So instead of saying, oh, I hope I go to the gym this week five times, you're literally the only person that can control. Obviously, you know, worse circumstances, other stuff happens where you can't go to the gym, like injuries or that, but you're the only person that can control going to the gym. You, you're the person that's taking you to the gym. So if you're saying, oh, I hope, who, who are you hoping to? You know, you're the person who's like, I'm going to the gym five times this week. You go, you start believing your stuff that's coming out of your mouth, you know. You turn down the biscuits at work and turn down takeaways and stuff, and then you just start believing what's coming out of your mouth, and it just goes from there, really. That's how I'd say, yeah. So the disciplined version of you now, mm. obviously you've found a good balance where that's you can it. still have a takeaway every now and then, mm -hmm. you can still eat whatever you want, as long as it's obviously balanced. That's it, yeah. What advice do you give people that you train with in terms of discipline like your daily routine what things do you get them to do every day to be that better version of themselves so you, you, more your activity so a lot of people focus on cutting their calories too low at the start but you've got to look at your activity level um because you're just going to kill your metabolism if you cut too low so you've got to look at do you have a fitbit no i don't no. i use it just the steps on my phone but mm -hmm. you've got to look at getting between eight and ten thousand steps in a day which if you work an office job it's hard but like work an office job. I, when I was working an office job, I'd go for a walk on my lunch break, get like 5,000 uh, steps in um, on my lunch break. And then you just got to look at, you know, hitting three to five gym sessions a week and getting all your steps in. And then it goes from there. And then you look at your eating, cut cut down a little bit to like 2,500 calories maybe. And because you're new to the gym and your body's changing, you're going to lose weight anyway. And then once you start to slow down, you start cutting the calories. There's things you can do. You can cut carbs a little bit and stuff like that. Um, but it's just it's just starting to build good habits and discipline. It's not, you know, nine times out of ten, someone says a goal, um, and when you get there, you're probably not going to be happy anyway. Um, so it's just starting to get there and get 1% better each day. 100 days, you're 100% better. Enjoy the journey and not the destination. That's it. And, that, and that's where I, I sort of speak to people a bit now from my own perspective. I sometimes got caught up in that 120 goal too much, and it's like... When I hit it, it was a big deflation. So it is about enjoying the journey and, you know, having having goals, but not them being the end of it, you know? Not that you hit 120, you do what you want. And that's how I was at the start. Now, obviously, I've reined it back in. But, um, yeah, it's about just just enjoy the journey, make it your lifestyle, start enjoying it, you know? Even with your partner, you know, people were like, oh, my partner doesn't want me to get in shape. Take them with you. Go be positive together instead of going out for a takeaway or for a fatty meal go to the gym together, start, and people's relationship flourish from doing stuff like that. So, yeah, it's all about just encouraging a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the people around you will have mm. a lot of control over what you do naturally. Yeah. Like the things that you are doing. So like you said, if you end up in a new relationship and you are going out for nice dinners and you're watching Netflix all the time, three, six months go by, all of a sudden you have put on a bit of weight, you probably are going to start feeling a bit worse for wear yeah. and it's, it's a tough cycle so I think noticing those things and changing what you can do every day yeah um like me and my girl we like going on walks because we live in Portsmouth yeah 
go for a walk along the seafront and back. It's lovely, yeah. It's like, I think, 8,000 steps or something. Yeah. And you can just clear whatever's in your head in the day, leave it behind you if you've had a bad day at work or something. That's it. And if you didn't do that, and you just went straight home and you played Xbox and ate a takeaway, it's going to build up and it's... That's the thing, especially when you've got your partner there as well, because, like, the littlest things, if you had a bad day at work and you go home and you're sitting on Netflix, you're bored, you, you know, you're like, oh, it's just what we do is just sit here and watch TV, like, it's boring. Um, you start, like, bickering, then tiny things turn into massive things. You know, if you... You both had a shit day at work. You go to the gym together. You have a nice, healthy, cooked meal. By the time you get into bed, you watch a bit of TV and have a cuddle or whatever... You know, your day's forgotten about, you've had a great day, and you're just like, oh, that was good. But whereas you go home, eat crap, feel crap, you start getting on at each other, it just it never lasts like that. So I think a lot of people as well, their partner's like, I don't know, it sounds like it's weird to say, but I think people probably do. They're like, a lot of people are insecure. They're like, oh, I don't want my partner going to the gym. If it's like a boy, they'll be like, oh, I don't want my partner to go to the gym. And like, boy, guys will be looking at her and chatting her up, or if she gets in shape, she'll get more attention. It goes the other way around. Girls are like, oh, if he gets big muscles, all the girls are going to want him. But if your partner's right for you, they're not going to get in shape and dump you. Do you know what I mean? That's what mm -hmm. people probably think. But, um, you know, you've got you to just grow together, I think. Yeah, what you said there, there's a lot of inner demons that people have. Yeah. A lot of people have those insecurities where as soon as you do have them, it, it, it is tough. I think having that confidence in yourself, the best thing to do, join a club, be around a good social group that's supportive. And actually, those negative thoughts or jealousy or whatever it might be it's not good for anyone no exactly and I used to struggle with that as well in past relationships like really insecure jealous but it just come from me because I was out of shape I didn't have any self-worth as such and I think that's where a lot of insecurities are just with self-worth like if you don't think you're worth much and you're like why are people with me so as soon as someone betters themselves you're like oh they're better they're gonna leave me all this but just sort yourself out first a lot of people you know, they come out of relationships and don't sort themselves out, jump into other ones and just go through this cycle. You need to you need to make yourself happy and be happy before you can make other people happy. Yeah. What would you say was your biggest setbacks? So in the last year, you've lost so much weight. Mm. Was there any tough times where you nearly got back to your old ways and you might have had a few days mm. of, of tough times elsewhere? Uh, I can't, not too much, to be honest. Um if I'm, Yeah, not a lot, because I just completely cut everything crap out of my life, like... Obviously, I'd split off from that relationship. It's a lovely girl, but it just wasn't for me. So that was a big weight lifted because I was stressed with that. Um, as soon as that was out of my life, all I was doing was working, going to the gym. I'd, you know, I'd have start my day at seven, work till half five, six, or whatever, go straight to the gym, get home at half nine. So I, I didn't really have much of a life. I'd say that was pretty tough. Like a lot of times, I was like, you know, I can't be asked to do this shit. Everyone's out, like having fun, and I'm here either working two jobs in a day or working one job and going to the gym for three hours and just eating healthy but um the progress and the progress I saw just mentally and in myself it was just like it was it was something that I um I didn't want to stop um I did a, a stairmaster challenge in December of last year that was really hard what was that 125,000 stairs in a month it was pretty brutal it was just tracked on the stairmaster wow yeah it was I was, I was still like bigger at the time 140 kilos so I wasn't like light and I was going like twice a day, like two hours some days, my feet, my I was blistered, my hips, my knees. Like, I'm still injured from it now. Like, <laughs> and that was like 11 months ago. Um, that was really good. Um, but like, I can talk about this on there. Uh, I sort of got arrested at the time. Um, there was a big, like, a big group of us went out 
uh, for like a Christmas thing. There's like one a group of boys like what, pushed, in Brighton. Yeah, yeah, a group of boys pushed some of our girlfriends, like not girlfriends, but friends who are girls, and pushed them. So a big fight kicked off. Like loads of things happened. Like I got arrested for that. They were trying to do me for some, you know, for for stuff on that. Um, they were trying to do me. Yeah, it was like I was never going to prison, but there was always like. You know, if, if things, if worse things went to worse, like, you know, I could get charged with stuff that would really go against me. So I was quite stressed with that, but that just sort of focused me more, to be honest. I was mm-hmm. just like, so focused on getting in shape, like, I'm just trying to, like, again, those inner demons, like, just trying to forget about that, just go to the gym, smash it, and come out no energy. I haven't got time to think about that. I just want to eat and go to sleep, that sort of thing. So it was tough. Um, I was just coming out the other side of that. That tunnel vision has been tough, but during it, there, there wasn't nothing at all. What's your view on alcohol? I feel like that's the biggest setback. When yeah. people are drinking on every weekend, That was it. Yeah. I feel like you don't give yourself time to rest from no, the not. hard working week. That's it. You, you know, work Monday to Friday, get drunk on a Saturday, spend Sunday recovering, you're back again mm-hmm. Monday. Um, especially people that have done drugs, I've been quite fortunate. I've never like been into drugs or none of my friends are into drugs, so I've never like you know done drugs really ever. Uh, so I, you know I can't really relate too much but a lot of people that get on it Friday and Saturday and then they still feel crap on the Monday they spend their week's wages on drugs and stuff it's really hard generation especially like a lot of people they think it's cool to do it or their friends are like doing it so they're doing it and people are like they don't even know why they're doing it um, so it's, it's just yeah, culture this it, is culture yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so it's the drinking and drugs like I don't really drink too much anymore like twice a month but just not to a level where I'm getting blackout drunk causing shit having fights or whatever just just chilled out guy now it sounds like everything that you've said already in this podcast mm. you found your balance well that's it and yeah. even though the tunnel vision's gone you've still got your daily routine you've still got your bigger goals of just not going back to where it was mm. it, it sounds like you're in quite a good position yeah yeah I'm, I'm happy man I'm happy if I'm honest um, are you going to compete boxing Maybe it's a, a big thing at the moment. Since I lost the weight, I get really bad headaches. And I, I don't know what it is. Um, I need to get it checked. I keep putting it off. To have you this. had all your bloods done? Well, I haven't been to doctors at all since I lost the weight. I, I do really need some. I was doing it quite extreme, like cut carbs for all. DD, great, great nutritionist, like works with bodybuilders, get them shredded. So, like, there's techniques where you know you, you have a two weeks where you have carbs, and then one week where you go to like 100 grams of carbs a day at work, your weight just flies off. Um, but maybe the headaches were from like carb depletion and stuff. But since also your your electrolyte imbalances. That's it. You might um, have just been drinking loads of water and you weren't getting all your you know potassium. Yeah, that's and it. Sodium. About five liters of water a day, so I was drinking a lot of that. Um, Did you have electrolytes? No, no, oh, I didn't okay. ever take them. Um, creatine. I thought that was what was maybe giving me headaches because obviously it dehydrates you. No, I was drinking enough water. It might have not been enough enough. Um, so I sort of hit one twenty. I sort of like feeling like dizzy and headaches all the time, but sort of like put it down to just losing all that weight. So I thought, that's why I wanted to maintain for a bit, see if it went away. It's a bit better. You should get some electrolytes. Just, they're, they're brilliant. Like, um, especially if you're in a hot country or something, I mm. you, you have to take them every day. Yeah, no, I'll look into that then. Like if you I, drink, I know about them, yeah. Yeah, if you drink five litres of water, but it's not got a good enough amount, you're just flushing all of the electrolytes at your system and you just got water there. Yeah. It's um, it, That can cause you really bad headaches. So yeah. maybe well, try I'll that. To, I'll look into that, thank you very much. Yeah, but yeah. get don't get the unflavoured ones. I've got one, it, it tastes like seawater, it's oh, nasty, yeah, no. you got to shot it. Um, but you can get nice ones which are like blue flavoured. Oh, and yeah. 
Like my a, pro team probably never. Actually, no, Time for Nutrition. That's what I do. They're good guys. Who's that? Time for Nutrition. I've never heard of them. No, yeah, really good shakes and stuff like that, actually. Yeah. Is that in Brighton as well? No, no, so they're, they're like nationwide company, like a lot of gyms stock their stuff and stuff. I've been stocking other gyms. Um, they sent me some stuff for my Stairmaster Challenge. I spoke to them. DD is really good friends with them. And my nutritionist, he, they sent me some stuff to help me do. They sent me a big bag of protein, some pre-workouts and stuff. So they're good guys, shout out to them. What was your minimum calories per day when you were cutting your weight? Oh, I think, so we didn't, the way he works is not so much calories, but more on the macros, because you're eating so clean that all the calories are like similar. So like, if you have 220 grams of protein or clean food, it's the same calories no matter what you're eating, like as long as it's all clean, like chicken, mince, all that. Um, but probably 1,900, so it's pretty rough at some points. Wow, it's hardly big, anything. Yeah, for a big guy. But I, I still felt full because we wasn't eating much carbs. So be a lot of meat and veg, and it just feel full up. Mm-hmm. I got used to it. I definitely shrunk my stomach quite a lot. Um, but yeah, it was tough because of how hard I was working out. Um, how did you feel going to sleep at night? Did you ever sort of go to sleep and your stomach's going and you're wide awake? Was no, that... no. I like the thing is he is such an expert that I was always full. Um, we have like four four meals a day, two shakes, apples in the in between. So it's a lot of food. It's just like that's how I coach it as well. Um, smaller meals, high protein. You, you fill up, but you, you you know you're occasionally hungry. But once you get used to it, and if you got to some tips, let's say there's someone out there that that's obese, yeah, really big. What tips would you tell them to, uh, to get get the ball rolling? So just don't be scared to reach out for help. Like. A lot of people are sort of, they don't want to speak to a coach, they don't want to get a personal trainer because they feel like ashamed of, of that. Um, but no, get help. That's my main thing because if you don't know, no one's like an expert overnight. Like you can, researchers out there, you can spend 10, 15 hours of researching, come up with a good meal plan and a good gym plan that you're going to lose weight with. Um, just reach out to a coach. Because you've got to invest in yourself. Um, so I think my coaching will cost me £90 plus Shane sessions. So £90 for the online stuff a month, which is like, you know, it's not it's not nothing. Two if, Chinese. Yeah, that's it, two Chinese. Not even that, it give me a change as well. Um, but everyone, you know, you, you, you grunt it like, you think, oh, 90 pounds for a bit of fitness stuff. Like, I'm not paying that. And you go spend 200 pounds a night out. So you've really got to invest in yourself. So don't be afraid to get a coach, get a nutritionist, get, get experts because you're just going to cut months off your journey by just going with experts. Um, and just start, to be honest. I don't think, I never had like, as much as I had the mission that I'm going to do it and I come up with this crazy number that not many people actually thought I'd hit, um, especially in the time frame I did, just start. Because I never had like a golden moment where I was like, this is it. I like woke up in the middle like, oh, I'm going to lose weight or like, you know, I never had a moment like that. Just sort of started doing it and started falling off with the process and started seeing results and then I just flew. So stop waiting for like the right time. Oh, I will lose weight eventually. I've just got to wait. I'm not ready yet or I'm too Did you busy. start speaking up more? Did it help maybe talking to people about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I sort of started speaking to people, but people around me had heard it all before from me, like 10 times, 15 times to weeks. So I was like, oh, I'm starting to diet on Monday. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to lose all this weight. And then people were like, yeah. Well, Why does right. every diet start on a Monday? I know, that's it. I never do anything start on Monday. That's my biggest, another bit <laughs> Why of Why can't it start now? Yeah, that's it. Don't don't start on a Monday because you probably, if you're on a Friday and you're like, I'm starting the diet on Monday, you could probably like, in that three days, uh, do so much damage that the next week is not mm. going to be any good anyway, even if you cut it. So Tomorrow never comes. That's it. That's it. Stop chasing tomorrow. Stop, stop thinking, oh, I'll do it eventually. Just do it. Do it now. There's not, nothing stopping you. Um, everything good is behind the hard decisions. You know, it's hard going to the gym. It's hard. 
you know, changing that shitty job you don't like because you feel like you're not going to get another job or you're not going to like or it's hard leaving that toxic relationship. But when you come out the other side, you're like, oh, I wish I did this sooner. Like, it's actually easier than people think. It's simple. It's not easy, it's simple, I'd say. And that's that's what it's like with losing weight. Once you have a good plan, you get a routine, it's simple, but you still got to put a lot of hard work in. But why not? Like, invest in yourself, change your life. Like, I'm, I'm not special. I'm not like a god or anything. I just... I was just disciplined, I put the hard work in. And obviously I went to a level that not many people ha have gone to or, or go to. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not got superpowers or anything, I'm just a normal guy that just stuck to a plan, worked his ass off and hit the results and changed my life from it. That's it, it's, you, all you've got to do is work hard and you'll change your life. Yeah, but it's what's different is having someone <clears throat> that was 170 kilos lose 50 kilos yeah. is so much more impressive than someone that's my size suddenly get a six pack. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, there's it's like there there are different levels. I think how you can go from a real low and you are you know abusing your body in so many oh, ways and it. not making the right decisions to change your whole life in a whole way and see. Mm quite a lot of happiness in the future which you probably never saw when you yeah, yeah, when you were that way it's it's inspirational well thank you i appreciate that yeah i think i think it's a lot of like you know it's my fault for getting that size so it's like i'm reversing stuff i've done but um a but lot also of it is your fault the accountability is there but there's yeah. so many things out there that can get you into the cycle the culture that we live mm. like when i've been to america quite a few times every time you're in america there's billboards at every single place if you're driving to work you've got like uh, in california uh, my friend that works at disney um he said that from the drive from his house to disney there's like 300 fast food chain uh, signs and billboards and that in like a half an hour drive that's the it's thing in your face with social media tiktok people posting all fast food i think a lot of people are obsessed with food and they used to be so not so much like you know you go to sleep dreaming of burgers but like <laughs> more like you know um you let your mood depend on what you eat so you're celebrating you eat a takeaway or a fast food meal or like you know oh i've got a new job let's go out for a meal and you end up doing it that way or i'm sad i'm just gonna get a takeaway and go to sleep and you've just got to cut that i think that's one of the main things i did was cut emotion out of food just see it as fuel because that's what it is ultimately um start seeing your food as fuel try and take enjoyment out of food and drinking and try and find other stuff to enjoy going to walks going to the gym like spending time with friends without having to have that bad food and drinking basically um and i think a lot of a big thing as well is time like a lot of people want results now 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 and so I, had, I always had good results quick, but, you know, you're, if you're talking about years of abuse, like maybe 10 years of me abusing my body or, you know, eight years or whatever, I've undone some, most of it in 10 months, but, you know, I'm, I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. So a lot of people need to see it as, like, the same amount of time you you spent abusing your body, you've got to unabuse it and put in the hard work, and in that time you might see it, but that could be years until you're happy, but you've just got to do it. Otherwise, you're going to get to like 30 or 35 and it's going to be even harder. You're going to start losing muscle mass. It's going to be even harder to lose weight. So you've just got to do it now. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Um, can Is there any tags, websites we can put up? Is yeah, there yeah. So my Instagram's about? LC Performance Limited. So my you say that a bit slow, so what is it? LC Performance Limited. It's on, on the T-shirt, the griller on there. Uh, I've got my website as well, which is www.lcperformance.co.uk. Uh, and yeah, just follow my Instagram and my website. If you, I, I can do countrywide uh, coaching, so online coaching. So anyone that wants to reach out and work with me, just give me a message or if you're local to Brighton, then uh, come to a session. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. All right. Thank you for having me on.